And we're live here on Facebook. I'd like to welcome those l- listening in podcast land. Hi, everybody. And as you can see, Rich and I are in the same place today. Um, we won't stay on this camera long because it's hard because then I'm looking this way and not that way towards Rich. And it feels kind of awkward to not look towards Rich a little bit. Uh, so, Rich, say hi to everybody. Hey, everybody. And you forgot to welcome the folks that uh, could be watching us on the YouTube. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, welcome those. Rich, how was the drive up? How's uh, how's it going so far? How's the week? Uh, it's been going good. So, uh, the drive up last night wasn't too bad. I thought we got up here a little earlier than I thought we would. Um not being able to leave till about 3.45 from the Quad Cities. So getting yeah. up here at 9.30 was decent. Yeah. Had a nice uh, Quick Star cheeseburger on the road up. So They're not bad. No, they're not. They're not bad. They're, they're, they're doable. So, um, yeah. Well, Rich, let's tell the fine folks what we're doing in today's show. Um, we have some final baseball talk of the year. Yeah, one more, at least until there's more news in baseball. Oh, yeah. you're, I've got a feeling we're going to have some bad news we're going to have to talk about in baseball later on this winter. Yeah, we will. Uh, we do have some uh, conversations to have about uh, some food being owed to somebody. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we also have our second to last NASCAR corner. Yeah. Yeah. And then, as always, we'll be talking about the NFL and... Um, a, a continuation of a quick hit from last week. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, um, I didn't, I didn't catch that. So I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I'm excited about it. But first, folks, it's time to roll the intro. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich. And we're back. Uh, so, before we get into all of that, Rich, we have a poll question for the week. Meatballs, chicken wings, or corn dogs? What do you think? Um, I'll give you my opinion while you bring it up because you've got bigger and more monitors, more screens than I do. Yep. Um, so I went with chicken wings. Man, um, I love chicken wings. I really do love the taste of chicken wings. Mm-hmm. But when we're talking about tailgating, okay. one of the keys to tailgating is mobility. Okay. And only one of these is very mobile. Because we didn't specify mini corn dogs, we said corn dogs. Yes, 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 we did. And with corn dogs, those are on a stick. Mm. That's why they make great fair food, folks. And uh, so I went with the corn dog. Uh, but overall, we had we had twenty votes this week. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Fifteen of those votes, chicken wings. Okay. So so my wife was originally looking over. Looking over this, I'm sure she voted. I don't remember what way she voted, but she looked over this and she said, this isn't tailgate food. This is more like fair food. Yeah. Or, I mean, I, and I can understand that you, you don't see too many things. You, 
unless you're deep frying, unless you're bringing like a deep fryer to the tailgate with you, yeah. it, it would be hard to do the uh, the wings or corn dogs right there on the spot, which kind of brings up what we're using for this week's poll, which almost got me thinking that maybe it's maybe we need to modify it and maybe go with either a tailgate or a couch gate. A yeah. Bit. Yeah. Um, or or do or do we just omit these three, Mike? Yeah, you know, because they're really not like a main dish. This is the the three corn items. dogs. Corn dogs can be main dishes, especially yeah, if you get that giant foot long and whatnot. But again, you can't. You don't eat that at. Uh, you don't eat that at uh, at the at tailgating. You're right. This is not tailgate food, Rich. I know. I, 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 I was struggling to find things, but we'll keep them in the mix. We'll, yeah. we'll keep them in the mix. But I, I, my question of I mean, do you, is this tailgate food comes down to what I have on the docket for this week? Oh, which is mac and cheese, a seven layer dip, or a buffalo chicken dip? So do we need to maybe table table what our poll is going to be for this week and maybe go? And maybe start the next phase of the poll, which is taking all the people, all the food items that won, and then starting that those as a poll. Let's throw it out there. Let's Why go, not? Let's go for it. It's just random food that we we associate with football. How about that? Okay, we'll and just change we like it from eat. tailgate. Yeah, tailgate, coachgate, couchgate, I guess. Couchgate, Super Bowl party food type stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So look for that to go live uh, after the show sometime. It's going to be later than normal because we're starting later than normal. Um, but, uh, yeah. So we, uh, we, find out, we found out this week who, is, uh, who won the World Series. Yeah, it was. Are you happy about who won or did you, I mean. I, I, I almost felt like a really, this was kind of like a meh. Really okay. didn't care too much about who won. I mean, I. Yeah. I I mean, for wanting to get a free lunch, I wanted to see the Astros win. Getting to see Dusty Baker win a World Series, yeah, would have been nice. But I, I mean, I'm not. I, I by really the way, didn't... you you called them the wrong name. Okay, they lost. So the Asterixes. The Asterix. Okay. Yeah, the Asterix lost. Houston, just call them Houston, not the not Asterix. The... No, okay. I'm gonna call them the Asterix. Okay. I'm gonna. You don't okay. have to. So you pick the Asterix. I, I mean, did. Yeah, you picked the Asterix. Uh, I, was that taking pity, or did you actually think they were going to win? I thought they could win. I mean, they had some good comeback wins in their series against Boston. And and the Braves have been a terrible – like, they haven't been a great team all year. They've been decent, but they've never been great this year. They got hot at the right time, they and, they, and they probably faced the Dodgers at the right time when yeah. injuries were finally starting to catch up with yeah. them. So um, – Honestly, and and Braves fans out there, I love you all. You know that we have, we have lots of friends of the show that are fans of it. I'll I'll give some shout outs. Uh, Brandon Brandon Close, uh, super happy. He's a he's a Braves fan. Uh, Rich Lively, a big Braves fan. Mm-hmm. And then the owner of our NASCAR Corner sponsor, Mike, is a uh, is a is a Braves fan as well. Third generation Braves fan. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it was good to see for them. It was good. Like, I celebrate with friends when they win. Yeah. So. I mean, it was a, to me, it was a little bit of a surprise. Yep. 
because me and Atlanta had to do two bullpen games. Oh yeah. And the more times you see those relievers come out of the bullpen, the more there's more tape. Yeah. That you can look at and. I mean, the Astros having a history of being very analytical-driven and video data. You mean cheating? If that's what you want to call it. The way that they did sign ceiling, they used video data and analytics in that way. Yes, it is part of analytics, but the way they used it to win the World Series... Three years ago. Three years ago was cheating. Okay, but I I would have thought that with the bullpen games and having starting pitchers that were probably only going to go four innings tops. Yes. That eventually there would have been enough tape and enough tape on those relievers, the same relievers that were coming out of the bullpen and in high leverage situations to get the game to the ninth, that eventually they would have caught on the tendencies and would have made able to see it, but it just didn't happen. Yeah. I mean, they, they failed. Yeah. They failed as a team and they, I mean, yeah. Either way, uh, great to see. Um, So you have on here an article that says the seven teams that need a World Series the most. Yeah, I haven't I haven't read it yet. So let's I'll let you break it down. You probably read the article. So this was like an article that came out a couple of days after the World Series that MLB.com put out. Yep. So that I don't know if they put these teams in any. I believe they did put them in a particular order. They did. Um, so the first one was the Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah, I can see the Brewers. N- never won a World Series. No, I think they won and one I in, th- in '82. So are they putting all six teams that have never won a World Series on here plus one team? No. Oh, okay. This is where I don't agree with the list. So the second mm-hmm. team, which I can see, the Cleveland, the Cleveland Guardians or Indians, whatever they're calling themselves now. Yeah. After the Cleveland lawsuits, yeah, they haven't. They have the they have the one of the longest droughts in in Major League history right now since uh, the Cubs snapped snapped theirs five years ago. Yeah, totally agree with that one. The New York Mets coming in at number three. Weird. Wow. I mean, I guess because they are in the big city, and they're second fiddle. Their second fiddle, yeah, that makes. I can I can understand that as a statement. I don't necessarily agree all the way, but yeah, that that makes some sense. Uh, then we had the Padres at number four. I can get the Padres. Yeah, the Padres. I mean, they haven't won one, have they? No, they've never won one, and um, yeah, they haven't been to a World Series since I think they got swept by the Yankees in the early two thousands. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. The Tampa Bay Rays, number five. Again, I don't think they've won one, right? They have not. They've come close. They but they I mean, should have last year, but they failed they to. They they couldn't get over the hump of the. Do- I mean, the Dodgers were on fire last year, so yeah, that's not. I mean, the the thing with the Rays though is you'd like to think that you know if they could win a World Series, yeah, that could kind of bring in new fans into their fan base in, into the into I mean, the ballpark and everything. They were in the World Series last year. And they still can't draw during the regular season. And they still have one of the lowest attendance in the regular season. And they've had consistent winning winning ball clubs. Yeah, they for, have good teams. For within, what, the last 10 years, if they're yeah. not making the playoffs, they're right in the playoff hunt Yeah, all year. So I, they still can't fill the I, ballpark. They can't get people there. I don't get it. Uh, and then uh, the last one? Or no, they, we Number have two six. more. Six. The Minnesota Twins. Again, never never having won one. That makes yeah, sense. They have. They've oh, won they, two. 
They've won, won two. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. They won in the eighties and then one in the nineties. The yeah, the late night or the early nineties. Yeah, okay. Now number seven, I I can't get behind this one. Okay, what is it? The New York Yankees. What? Like legitimately, folks, I have not read this. It doesn't Yankees. make sense to me. Why would the Yankees be on this list? I mean, they're expected to win every year. Is so the years that they don't, it's a disappointment. Is that all? I mean, I don't. So so here's their wording in okay. the first one. Okay. Okay, fine. It's a little ridiculous to put the Yankees on here, which it is. There are literally 20 teams who haven't won a World Series since 2009. But try explaining that to a Yankees fan. The Yankees went a whole decade without reaching a World Series for the first time in more than a century. They they want me to feel bad about this? I guess so. I mean, I would think that you put a team like the Seattle Mariners on this list. The Mariners who have, at one point in time... It, at multiple points in time, have had the greatest player playing the game at that time. Ken Griffey Jr., come on now. Yeah, and then had Ichiro for and, many, many and years. And then Ichiro. And couldn't get over the hump. It, they, like, the t- two of the greatest players we've seen in our lifetimes. I mean, even putting the Angels on here, get Mike Trout a championship. Yeah. Not on there. Yeah. Those were the two teams for me that I'm surprised were omitted. I, I don't. For me, putting the Mets and the Yankees on there was really surprising. But this is a this was just a random article that came across as one of those pop up yeah notifications because I have the MLB bat, bat yeah app on my phone, so I skimmed it and it seemed like a good discussion for the show. I mean, the Yankees. I don't. The Yankees is the one team on there. I can the Mets. I'm okay with. I can I can actually make an argument for the Mets. Mm-hmm. They haven't won in a while. They're not. I mean, they're the second fiddle. So they, being the second fiddle. In, I mean, the the White Sox. The only thing they have going for them is that for years they were the better team in Chicago, even though everybody loved the Cubs. That's kind of what the Mets have. Like they don't even have that. They okay. just need to win. So I can I can make the argument that the Mets, it's okay for them to be on there. But nobody, and I mean nobody's going to convince me that the Yankees deserve to be on a list of seven teams. I can see them in the top ten, maybe. You give two more spots. You give the A's and the Mariners in there. Yeah. Yeah, I could see the A's as well. Yeah. A World Series championship for the A's could go a long way to getting them the new ballpark that they should have had, like, 20 years ago. Heck, you even put the the Angels, the A's, the Mariners. Those three teams deserve to be on there before the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Like, so that, that yeah, that, that Yankees one doesn't make sense. The rest of them I can make arguments for. The Yankees, they, I can, I can make an argument that they need to be in the top 10 in that list because it's been a decade. It's the first time in over a century that they've gone a decade without making the World Series at least. You can make the argument that this is, that they're expected to be one of the great teams in the in the world in the country in the majors but no all right so that's baseball probably won't be talking uh baseball for a while unless well we didn't so what did you happens. think of the game what did you think you know the one thing that i was kind of surprised about is that i think it was game 5 they made a big deal about how they moved um, Alex Bregman yeah. down, down in the lineup because yeah. he was just struggling. 
And then you hear post-game and even during game six about how Jordan Alvarez yeah. just was a shell of himself from – he went from being like the <clears> – <throat> One of their best players in the red in their series against the Red Sox and just was yeah did nothing in the World Series. Why does why wasn't Alvarez moved down? I, yeah, there was a lot of stuff that I didn't get all the way. Pitching, I mean, I, I thought mm-hmm. I mean even even the um, the game would have been five, I think it was five where it seemed like Dusty made all made the right moves. Yeah, but two wrong pitches to Swanson and Soler swung the game that gave the Braves the game, the game winner. Yeah. Won the game for him. So good for, uh, good for Jorge Soler though. A yeah. Former Cub. Uh, and uh, Jock Peterson. Yeah. Both former Cubs. Like recently. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jorge, it's been a few years, hasn't it? He Jorge, was... Yeah. Jorge left after the world series team. Yeah. So, and then Jock was only there. I mean, he was a short-term guy late last year. Like he came, he, no, he came on board. He uh, he was the replacement for Schwerber. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, yeah. year, so you know, good. I, I mean, he still was a Cub. We generally Cubs fans generally keep fit. As a Cubs fan, I have always cheered for Cubs players because the closest thing to seeing the '90s. Cubs win a World Series was seeing Greg Maddox pitching for a World Series as a former Cub. You know, for for me, I it's really hard. It was really hard for me to see. I don't consider Greg Maddox a Cub almost. Really, because he left. I mean, that was eighty nine. So I was. I I got to see it. I remember seeing I, I don't games of him playing. I don't recall. I just don't remember him as a Cub. Okay. Because when I first mean, started following baseball, collecting the baseball cards, he was an Atlanta Brave by that time. Yeah, I I have very early I have very early memories in general, but some of my early I do remember watching Greg Maddox as a Cub pitch a game. Hmm. Not live, but on like WGN. Quad City, or no, it would have been Fox Sports, or Fox Baseball, Fox Saturday Baseball okay. in the afternoon. So I, I, I just never thought of Greg Maddox as a Cub until he came back after he had won the World Series. Yeah, after he had pitched with Atlanta for almost a decade. Yeah. And so, like, it's, it's funny because he always gets recognized as the Braves pitcher, Greg Maddox, and I'm like, mm-hmm. but he was a Cub. He's didn't he start with the Cubs and then end with the Cubs? No, no. I think he bounced around a couple of. Ex- oh, okay. I think he came back to the Cubs and then the Cubs traded him to somewhere else. Yeah, he came back because he was gonna retire a Cub. I think is what the initial plan was. But then they were like, "Well, you're not doing what we want. We're gonna, or we're not giving you the opportunities." I think is how they said it, and so they traded him away and did nothing with those prospects that they got for the guy because they sucked in the '90s and. Mm-hmm. No, he was with them in the 2000s. That was, oh, I think, okay. the team where you had Maddox. I think that they made, like, Maddox was brought in to be, like, the four or five starter. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember now. Either way, I it, they just, it was one of those things where uh, I remember him as a Cub early, and then I remember him as a Cub later in his career. And so for me, it was like, okay, he was a Cub. So I always think of Greg Maddox as a Cub. I, I, I don't. But 
I no, I get it. Like I understand. I have a freakish memory that remembers stupid, weird things from before most of my peers can remember them, which is weird, but mm-hmm. it's fine. Um, so yeah, I. But either way, as Cubs fans, it, for years, the way that you figured out who you were cheering for in the World Series was who has the most Cubs players, former Cubs players. Because mm-hmm. how many times have we seen guys that played for the Cubs get traded away? And then make a World Series, and we're like, but they weren't that good for us. Makes you wonder if the team was the problem more back then than the than the players themselves, huh? That could have been the case. Um, okay, moving on. Rich, do you see what's coming up? Is it a left turn? It is a left turn. Do you see what's after that? Is it another left one? It's another left turn. These are the final left turns of the year. Not because we're not going to have a NASCAR corner next week. But because it's the final race of the year, mm-hmm. we are heading into the NASCAR corner. Presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, Moline, Illinois. Check them out for all your sports memorabilia needs in Moline or online at their eBay store. All right, Once Mike. again, that's Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. All right, Mike, while you're looking up the fantasy NASCAR shout out numbers, yep. let's give you who's going to be alive in this week's race and who got eliminated after Martinsville. So, eliminated. Due to um, their finish at Martinsville will be Kyle Busch, Brad Keselowski, Joey Lugano, and Ryan Blaney. Going for the championship this week in Phoenix, it'll be Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, and my pick of Martin Truex Jr. Okay, before we get into the race, let's give you the shout-outs for last week's race. Uh, Before we give you the details on how everybody did and the controversy... That was the that was the near oh, yeah. end of the race, yeah. and then the end of the race. Uh, so in first place, Tony the Funkhouse is took first place this week with two hundred points. Rich, you made some gains so that you're no longer. I think you put Solomon away this week with a one seventy nine, and Solomon got one sixty four. Finally, I brought up the rear with 143. But that's because I picked Denny Hamlin and a, uh, yeah, a... Uh, so what So what are the standings in the playoffs and the regular season for, for going into the final race, Mike? So, Rich, you have overtaken me for second place in the playoffs. Okay. You, Solomon is Dupo 24, first place, still has a commanding 200-point lead in the playoffs. You are in second with a 28-point lead. Very, very doable for me if I if I play mm-hmm. my cards right. Uh, then me, and then Tony. Okay. So, uh, and then overall, it is you by, uh, yeah, you're, it's 180 points. I think that's more than you can actually score in a week. I think, I guess, if you win everything, Solomon... Uh, pro tip from I'm gonna give it out there. <laughs> pro tip from Rich. Rich gave me this tip. Uh, the the Champion. championship drivers are not eligible for stage points in this race. They don't count. It's a win. It's it's who finishes the race first. That's all this one is. That's the only points they'll be able to get. So even if so, if they win a stage, they will if not they get those ten points. If they sweep the entire race, they don't get those ten points. Nope. So you could, in theory, have your guys getting. You could pick the winner and still lose 
the points race in Fantasy NASCAR. Just a top tip for anybody doing Fantasy NASCAR. Okay, um, now let's get into the race. Man, it's Martinsville. There's bumping, there's banging, there's pushing people out of the way. Mm-hmm. But man, did it get ugly at the, what was it, the 430 mark, I think is where it was. I think so. It was late in the race where... Um, uh, Bowman and yeah, Hamlin. Bowman spun out Hamlin to win the race. He, he ended up winning the race. Mm-hmm. But Hamlin had a car that was up front all day looking like he was going to get a win. Like, I thought he was yeah. going to get a win this week. And Bowman, not a, as a non-playoff driver, raced him hard just like just like any other race. Pushed him out of the way. And uh, caused... I mean, Denny still made it into the playoffs, into the championship weekend, but he finished 24th on the, on the, on the week last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really hurting my uh, my points there. Uh, you with Martin Truex Jr. got fourth. Uh, Denny Hamlin took twenty fourth. That's our playoff drivers. Our non playoff drivers. Christopher Bell got seventeenth. William Byron got fifth. All right, so that puts the playoffs at eleven to eight. Yep. So if your two drivers finish higher than mine, and one of them wins, and one of them wins, we tie. We tie. Even in the only and also in the final in the full season because I'm only up by three in that race as it's twenty six to twenty three. Yeah, so this week the championship race for the championship. Who do you think is going to win the championship this year? Well, before we get to there, we got to talk about what happened at the end of the race oh, between yeah. Hamlin, yeah, 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 Hamlin and uh, Bowman as well. Yeah, so uh, Bowman is going to do his burnouts and all that and his celebration. And in comes Denny Hamlin's car and just parks it right in front of him. And Bowman goes around him and gets, it, tries to do a backup. Yep. Tries and the backup and Hamlin just drives his car into like puts him nose to nose and does a burnout while pushing him and gives him the two finger salute and gives him the hello. I love you salute. And then, uh, and then speeds off. Bowman does a little bit of a burnout, grabs his flag. And then Hamlin is asked, what was that all about? And or not. Yeah. And Hamlin's like, well, he just sucks at driving. He's a hack driver. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. He's a hack. Yeah. Either way, man, fireworks. And that doesn't even include the ones that uh, blow up. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I think I saw something that where. Like in a in a in an interview earlier, where from the same track maybe a couple of years ago, Hamlin was the one that yeah did did the wreck, pushed somebody out of the way to win, and his post game comment, his post race comments at when he when they're interviewing him about the win is well that that that's just how you race at Martinsville that that's short track racing yeah I and mean then turn around when it when it impacts him it's a, that that's a hack driver you 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 don't do that to a guy that's in that's in the playoffs in a position to win and you're not a playoff driver. Yeah, I mean, I don't deny that that all of that sounds like a BS type move, uh, but uh, hey. Yeah, when we were watching the comment, when we were watching the interview, um, 
the anti-Kyle Bush fan that my wife is, she said, that almost, that sounds like something Kyle Bush would say, Ooh. not Denny Hamlin. Ooh. Ooh, that's a stinging accusation there. Um, I think the accusation that Denny Hamlin made was kind of stinging myself, but... Uh, you know, that's, it's, yeah. You still made the playoff. I thought, made his, the playoffs. I thought his comments would have been okay. I would have been more accepting of his comments if that 24th place finish and him wrecking out would have caused him, him to the, fall below yeah. the cut line. But he, he still, he clinched his position. He probably knew it when he was going around the track the, for those last couple laps when they, mm. when he knew, he knew he had a, he had a spot clinched. Yeah. It, again, I, I can understand what you're saying. Uh, but it would have been nice to see him get the win. Um, this week, you just cha- wanted those two points. I did. <laughs> this week's championship points or championship race. Uh, we are picking our champion this week. We are. Are you are you sticking with your preseason, pre postseason? It's pick? not a it's not a confidence pick. It's not a confident pick, but I'm gonna stick with it. Okay. Brooks is in the hunt for the championship. In the I same way him. you picked the over for the Bears. Yeah. The same type of gonna go for it. confidence in that. Okay. I'm going to go um, with Martin Truex. I'm going to go with the guy that's just dominated this year. He has been the dominant racer this year. Especially with this rule package. Oh, yeah. I'm picking Kyle Larson. I don't blame you one bit. Kyle, uh, yeah. I, don't be surprised if he doesn't win the race. He races really well on... It, it, he'll race really well at Phoenix, and he'll do a great job. Who are you picking non-playoff? It's my it, yeah. Who are you picking non-playoff drivers, Rich? Um, non-playoff. I'm gonna go with William Byron. Okay, I like that pick. He I picked him last week, uh, and he did well for me. I'm gonna pick Kevin Harvick. Uh, he loves Phoenix as a racetrack. If you look at his history, uh, very few double-digit. Uh, he's most of the time in the top ten. Look for him to do real well this week. Uh, folks, don't forget to set your lineups. It's the last week. We will tell you who wins uh, the playoffs, the overall, and the uh, for the fantasy next week. And, Rich, do you want to do the read or do you want me to? Um, you're better at the okay. read. You always remember to do it. So this for it. has been the NASCAR Corner presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, Moline, Illinois. Check them out for all your sports memorability needs at their Moline location or online at their eBay store. Once again, that's Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. Let's head over to the Gridiron, where we have quite we we have sports to talk about. Mm-hmm. We have murders to talk about. Yeah, and we have liars to talk about. All in the NFL. Yeah, so, no surprise on any of that. Mm-mm. All right, Mike. So um, recap from last week. Yeah, but while you bring up the uh, the pick'em standings, I'll, I'll give you the recap of Week Eight. Okay. All right. So the Bears lost thirty-three to twenty-three against the Forty ers improving. So we are both uh, six and two in picking games for the Bears. The Bears sit at three and five. Okay. Lock of the week. We both got them. The Bills beat the Dolphins twenty-six to eleven, and the Rams beat the Texans thirty-eight to thirty-three. I'm eight no Mike. You're seven and one. The upset special, ah, uh, that didn't come through for me. As uh, the Eagles won forty four to six against those Lions, that was bad. Um, Mike, your yeah, you got your upset as the Steelers beat the Browns fifteen to ten. So we're both four and four on the upsets. Not bad. And Thursday night football, I I forgot to put the score in there, but I know the Colts won. Yes, they did. 
It was a lot closer game than I thought it'd be. I was watching the game. Both picked the Colts? Yeah, we both picked the Colts. I was watching the game mostly because... I had I had people in fantasy playing playing okay. both for me and against me in that in that game, so I was trying to watch it on my phone. I didn't watch it at all. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't watch a single second of it. It was a lot closer than I thought it would be. Uh, I guess I I watched the last minute of it. I suppose I did, or no, that was the Monday night game. Thursday night I was doing other things. I didn't even care. All right, so, like so. More importantly, before we get off of this last week stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll give you the how we did in the pick'em. Then we'll get into some analytics of games that were played, and then the news stuff that okay. goes around with all of it. So uh, I won by a significant mm-hmm. margin this week. You did eleven to to eight over the Midget Nation in second place. Midget Nation took second place. It was a bad week. Good job, me. Junior. Good job, Jr. You you took second place. We're proud of you. You got seven points. Mm-hmm. Seven. Hey, I still outscored Solomon. Who, you did. Who is, still, who is still choosing not to make any picks. Who is watching. <laughs> we told you to do this. I'm going to kick you. We're going to ki- end up kicking you off, Solomon. You uh, don't pick I, any games this week. I don't think we can kick them out. Oh, okay. Well, either way. Uh, these picks, again, is missing these picks. We don't know who D, but at least D's picks had picks in week one or one, though. Yep. So uh, that brings our overall totals mm-hmm. 82, 81, 66, 9, and 0. Me, you, Midget Nation, D's picks, and Solomon. Okay. So, um, so before we get into biggest the- games of the week last week, okay. Actually, b- yeah. Before we get into the news, let's talk about some games. Okay. Uh, Bears game, overperform, underperform, marginally acceptable, or like exactly where you thought they would be. Let's let's answer that one first. I was expecting better. I, I was mean, not. they they held the defense seemed to have been was holding it together and keeping things close. The the other thing was, like I don't know how you expect them to be any better. I don't know anymore. You still holding? You still think they're going to make that over? Yeah. Okay. I don't know how, but they're. they're yeah. Um. How about the biggest loser that won the game this week? Kansas City, winning by one field goal. One field goal. And didn't they play the Giants? Yeah, they were playing the Giants. Who they, were without some of their best best skilled players. That should have been a 109-0 to zero score. Wait, that was a high school score. Legitimately a real high school score this week. 109-0. By the way, we also have to talk about the other high school score that made national headlines this week. 72-94. to 94. Was there any defense being played in that game? I don't know, but Rock Island High School was on that game. Really? Rock Island High School lost that game. You scored 72 points. And you lost. And you lost. By 22. Was there a lot of garbage time in that game? How was was it back and forth? How was there garbage time? Like, yes, 22 points is huge. 
But in the scheme of 72 to 94, that 22 points is not a huge margin when you're talking that many points, right? I mean, it's not. I wouldn't mind seeing the box score from that game. I'm really intrigued. I, I haven't been able to find it, but man, Rock Island High School, by the way, that was it. Cool. So, um, okay. Any other games from that week? No, the big one I was wondering about is, did you think the, the Kansas City losing, or Kansas City lost by winning? Even though they won, they still lost because their, their points, they needed to blow them out. Um, I actually, just a quick preview, I don't even have them in my top ten anymore. Neither do I. And it's going to be those. They, so you, for you, they needed those style points in a game that they should have won. They needed to they needed to look like they they had this game handled and they didn't. It was a battle. And I understand we talk about that the NFL has decent parity, but we expect the Kansas City Chiefs to be the team to just to be a great team. They didn't look like a great team playing the Giants this week. All right. So with the Chiefs, Mike, yeah, is it starting to see that all the money that they've invested on the offensive side of the ball? Oh yeah. Is the, with them relying on veterans or that one defensive player that they paid a bunch of money for? Yeah. Is that assembling their defense like from the bargain basements and not in just having just a dis, disproportionate pay scale between the offense and the defense is finally starting to reveal itself because they can't stop anybody. Um, yeah, there's some of that, but I also think that the, te- that the league has figured out how to play Patrick Mahomes. That as well. Yeah. I it, like, it's not just, you, yeah, you can blame it on the defense. The defense isn't stopping people well enough and they didn't look like an, like a, an elite team this week against the giants where the giants kept up with them but they didn't look like an elite team on the offense either. Hmm. They're spending all that money on the offense and all they could put up is three extra points. So do you think they extended Patrick Mahomes too early? No, I think Patrick is worth it. I think the, the, cause again, the way that his contract is, it's not his fault that they're cash strapped. Okay. They still have a few years of him being a bargain. I mean, it bargain is a relative term, but you know, they still have a few years where his contract isn't so heavy that they're that is burdening them. It's the rest of the guys. It's the fact that they're just the way that they play, the way that they're setting up their offense is not is no longer doing anything to like it's not it's not this razzle dazzle. Nobody's nobody's impressed by the razzle dazzle anymore. So could this be hurting Eric Bieniemy? In getting a getting a head coaching job, yeah, I can, uh, I can, I can see that. Especially if he's the person that oh, I'm, I'm, he's calling the plays, designing yeah. the offense every week. Yeah, he's I, not going to have the the look at what I did with Kansas City. I can do this for your team too. I I wholeheartedly agree. I I don't I don't know what to I don't know what they're doing with that. That's it's it's crazy because to me, Kansas City should have won by at least twenty points. That offense is supposed to be this high high volume offense. It's we just we score so many points and they could only put up twenty seven points. Twenty four? It was something low. Hmm. I mean, granted we say twenty something points 
as that being low nowadays. It used to be when we were kids. Even it was twenty one was a decent score. <clears throat> three touchdowns in a game, you were considered, or four touchdowns in a game, yeah, three touchdowns in a game, you were considered a good team. That's a that's weird. Have you noticed that? Yeah. As a kids, we thought three touchdowns on a in a team was great. Now we're disappointed. And and for that matter, a team that that let's be honest is in our bottom five ish probably. Mm-hmm. If not, they're the sixth team. They're the they're one step out, but they're one of the worst teams in the league. Still set up as they're. I mean, still put up twenty one points. Yeah. Still got their three touchdowns. Okay, so let's move on to this week. Yeah. If you're ready, did you no, have anything like, else to talk about on that? No. Did you have any other thoughts outside of what I was articulating with the? Nope. Okay. Uh, this week, um, we are looking at week nine. Um, oh, we we got to go to news before we do that. Yeah, let's talk NFL news there's a, th- that could impact week number nine. All the stuff. Uh, let's start with the most benign-ish. Okay. Odell Beckham Jr.'s been released from the Browns? Yeah. He's turning into a whiny little punk that doesn't want to play for anybody, but thinks he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Yeah. Odell, it, prove it to me. Exactly. What, what not three three years ago you had him, you you drafted him number one overall in fantasy. And nobody thought that was a crazy pick. Let's, let's, they didn't. Let's they didn't. put this out there. Three years ago, that was not a crazy pick. No. Now, I would be embarrassed. Like, I wouldn't draft him number one. I wouldn't draft him in the first five rounds. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't been the same since that hamstring injury. Yeah. I mean, it's weird that I think it was his dad, Odell Beckham Sr., put together a highlight tape about how the Browns and Baker Mayfield were misusing him, overthrowing him, not throwing to him when he was open. Baker apparently not getting pressured, but running around like he is, and then not throwing the ball to Odell. I, either way, OBJ, you. I mean, I think somebody's going to sign him. He, oh, he's, he's going to get signed. Talented. He's too talented not to get signed. Yeah, he'll get signed. It's just, is he worth it? Is he worth the drama? Where do you think he goes? I have. I actually just thought this one up. Okay. I I think I got a good place for him. Go ahead. Who's going to tell him, I don't care about your BS off the field stuff. You're going to either do it my way or you're not going to have a job. And I'm big enough I can make it so that you don't get a job in the league. You go on the Pats? Yeah. Yeah. The Pats was one of the teams in an article and they that I need saw. A, they, need a, they need another receiver. Edelman is not the Edelman of Tom Brady. Um, that's because he's retired, Mike. Oh, yeah. But, they, I mean, they, who do they have up there that's that's worth anything? Od- Odell would become the number one receiver up there probably. Yeah. So, A, he gets this, he gets to be the number one receiver. B, he gets a coach that will discipline him in a way that says, quit being a whiny little punk. Be a grown man and do your job. Okay. Um... I'd have to say maybe a good fit for him because maybe he can blend in. Um, I'd have to say maybe the Chiefs. 
Okay. To give Patrick Mahomes a, another weapon. I don't know if he'd be happy with the targets that they, he would get there, so playing it, in an offense with Kelsey and Hill. Is the price worth it? Are they going to get him at a price that's worth it? I think at this point you sign, you can sign him for the league minimum because the Browns are taking their taking on the rest of his contract. Okay. I But yep. maybe even the Saints with Sean Payton putting him in Sean Payton's offense? Maybe. I I don't see a great I or for transition purposes, maybe even the Raiders since they lost a wide receiver this week. Yeah, speaking of which, how did they lose a wide receiver this week? Well, uh they're, they're uh the number 12 overall pick two years ago. Yep. Um, he got into, he was going really fast and late night in Vegas. And murdered somebody. Yeah. 156 miles per hour. And on top of it, he was drunk. And he had a gun on the, and a loaded gun in the vehicle. The loaded gun part, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, again. Not as big of a deal when you consider that he if was he in a car. If he was being safe and he was doing all that, like, yes, he was intoxicated. Maybe he his friends decided they wanted to have drinks. So he's like, okay, let's go. Like, I, I don't know how the night went out. The, yeah. This is going, this Those is all going to come out Exactly. Eventually. Those details aren't known. What we do know because he was driving 156 miles per hour. Yes. He ran into a car in front of him. Yes. And he that killed the lady. Killed, and her dog. And her dog. And the car was in flames. She wasn't married to a guy named John Wick, was she? I don't think so. Because he'll die. <laughs> he'll just straight die. Um, but And injured the person in his car. His girlfriend, yeah. Yeah. Recklessness. Mm-hmm. Pure recklessness. You were drunk driving. You were intoxicated enough to be above the legal limit. You were driving at a speed for which you probably shouldn't be doing on surface roads in a major metropolitan area. Or really any city. Any city. Any metropolitan. Yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't be doing it in a city or town. If you want to do it, go out to the desert. There's plenty of desert in out there. Mm-hmm. That you can get your car up to 156 miles an hour without worrying about it, and not worry about the fact that you're going to plow into some drunk, some lady and kill her. You got to live with that now. Yeah, with the way that the Nevada state laws are, he could face. I think it's a really wide margin here, but he could face two to thirty years in prison for manslaughter because he was also in because he was over the legal limit and classified as drunk um that's fine i think he i hope he gets the 30 years he won't he may get the two years i i think it's going to be probably be somewhere in the middle but at the I same think he's time get the minimum at the same time i th- i could see the state throwing the book at him i hope they do but i don't think they will he's done in the nfl he i wouldn't even put it i m- Michael Vick, Ray Lewis. The difference between those two guys and Henry Ruggs is that they were they were great All Pro players. Ruggs had not, still had not established himself on his own to being the best wide receiver on his team, let alone the league. There's a third name though. Okay. I could. Aaron Hernandez. He was not 
an all-pro. He was good, but he was not all-pro level. He murdered a guy in Florida in college. Allegedly. And still is... uh, And still got drafted and got to play in New England. And got a couple Super Bowls. And got a couple Super Bowls. Murder is not is not something that's going to take you out of it. Drunk driving. He didn't abuse the woman. He was dumb and killed her. He didn't do anything that... Yes, he did things that violate... I mean, getting getting any crime technically violates the conduct rules in the NFL. Technically, committing any crime is part of the conduct rules. Conduct detrimental to the to the league, mm-hmm. but outside of that, he didn't like it. wasn't anything out of the ordinary for NFL drive, or NFL players. So yeah. the thing that I've never gotten when you see all these NFL players saying that oh, they got busted for drunk driving or yep. disorderly conduct in in the in establishments and everything, is when it at least comes to drunk driving. I've always wondered. You've got the buddy there. Tell him to drive bro, the vehicle. Bro, it's Tell even worse that than I... that. Every NFL team, the NFL as a league, four players has a drunk hotline. Exactly. You call this number. It is in your phone. They say they say, "Hey, here's the number. Put it in your phone. This should be under ice in case of emergencies. If you are drunk, call this number." Someone will pick you up within five to ten minutes. That's all. You, five to ten minutes, and somebody will pick you up. And it's not going to be a ready like me in my 2003 Toyota Camry. It's not me in a 2003 Toyota Camry picking you up. It is you're going to get an SUV, a nice SUV, going to pick you up. A cleaner is going to be there with you to throw some money at people at the bar, saying don't say anything. But instead, you decide to go out and be drunk driving and kill somebody. If I had that much money, that much talent, I don't think I would be driving myself anywhere. Either somebody's going to drive my nice, my nice fancy car for me. I, you, if I'm going out on going out on the, I drive the myself. The I don't mind driving myself. I don't mind driving myself. But I mean, at least you know he had he had there, it had to have been more than just him and his girlfriend. Oh yeah, to oh, where yeah. he could say, "All right, you're my fall guy." Yeah, sorry, you're. I know you're in worse shape than I am, but I can't. I can't drive this. Yeah, there, I can't. Because as soon as you do that, you're saying, I, "I don't care about my career anymore." Yeah, have your buddy drive the car for you. Yeah, doesn't make sense. Okay, but I don't know. We still all of that news. Which those were big deals, right? And that's not the main story in the NFL this week. The biggest story in the NFL this week: Aaron Rodgers is a liar. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. He's a liar. He was directly asked. Well, first, let's give the news. The news is he's got COVID. The other news: it came out that he is not vaccinated. He did not get the vaccine. In the preseason, he was asked, Aaron, are you vaccinated? 
And his answer was, I have been immunized. I have been immunized. Uh, it is, there are plenty of guys on the team that are not vaccinated. I support your right to choose. That's what it was. He has not been vaccinated, and he indicated that he was. He also, he also at preface conferences, never wore a mask. Now, I'm not being political. I don't care about I, where you stand on this issue. That's up to you, your family. If you've been vaccinated, good for you. If you don't think you need the vaccine, that's fine. But if there are rules in place where you are at that say you need to do something, you need to follow the rules. In the NFL, they have rules that say he needs to wear a mask when he's doing press conferences if he's not vaccinated with one of the vaccines for which they have approved. He was not vaccinated with any of the v vaccines that were, he, were approved. Whether or not, this, take the politics out of it, Rich. Mm -hmm. Don't care if you want, I, I don't care if you want to be vaccinated, don't want to be vaccinated. I don't care about that. The rules state, if you don't have this, you have to wear a mask at all in the facilities, on the sideline, and when you're giving interviews, correct? I think the sidelines are now optional. Okay. I thought it was optional only for vaccinated players, not non-vaccinated players. Either way. Either way. How about in the offseason, in the preseason, only active players are allowed to not wear it. That's what it is. You're right. Mm -hmm. It is optional. For, not, for active players. He is an active player, so on the sidelines he doesn't have to. But when he goes into those... Uh, meetings or when he goes into interviews and all of that stuff supposed to be vaccinated or supposed to have a mask on that's the rules in the team facilities when you're at meetings when you're all that supposed to have a mask on we had Kirk Cousins say put a shield around me and I'll run my interviews there outside in the outside in the freezing cold I don't care he stood up and said this is my stance. This is what I'm doing. I will do all of the things required of me if the NFL says this, this is what's required of me. Aaron Rodgers says, I've been immunized. I'm safe. There are guys on the lead, on the team that are not. I don't judge them. You indicated you were vaccinated. You have behaved like you are vaccinated. Now that you're not vaccinated, guess what? You have to suffer the consequences. Will he be fined? Yes. Will the team be fined? Yes. Will. So he's but out this week. He's out next week. But I don't think that he will lose any games out of this, though. He's missing this week. Other than the, the mandatory quarantines. Okay. So he won't be suspended. No. Okay. I don't think he'll be suspended or administratively. And technically, he any games. technically, he comes back next Saturday is his first eligible day back. Next so, Saturday. He cannot be in the facilities. He cannot be. He cannot work with the team through anything outside of Zoom. 
until next Saturday, a week from today. So he, so if he's going to play next week, it'll be the 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 night before walkthrough, non physical contact walkthrough at best. That'll be the first time he can do that. Yeah, so I could see him out two weeks. I think it'll be two weeks, but it's Aaron Rodgers. I never put anything past him. But yeah, I, I totally agree with you that I mean it's fine if you want to be vaccinated. It's okay if you don't choose if you choose not to take the vaccine. And I can understand Rogers' reason for not getting the vaccine. He Yep. He, he laid out he laid out very the very good some very good points. The blood clot issues with the J, the Johnson or with the, the Pfizer one. Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and Johnson. And then there was something else in the Pfizer one. He had he would have he was allergic to active Ingredients, ingredients in, in Pfizer and in Pfizer and the Moderna one. There was he had an issue with some other stuff that gets into much more political stuff. From what I understood, I thought okay. that had to do with some of the tissues that were being harvested and maybe it was. But anywho, anyway, he chose not to take the vaccine yep. for very good reasons. He had very great reasons, I would say. But he had very good, re- like what seemed like. And he, legitimate reasons yeah, and he did try to petition the nfl with his treatment plans to, yep. to show that hey this is just as good as being vaccinated can i be considered safe and be and get the same rights as a vaccinated teammate or a player in the league it was denied but he yep. still acted as if he was a vaccinated yep now member of the team even crazier he is more upset he doesn't care about missing the games not upset about that. Not upset about failing to get his uh, uh, the approval for him to do um, whatever for him not to have to be uh, vac or for him to act like a non vaccinated player. You know what he's upset about? What's that like? The fact that people found out that he was not vaccinated. So he basically so he's okay. So he's okay accepting the fact that he can't play and yep. it's because of he got COVID. Yep. That happens. Okay. He's fine with that. He is he's apparently super angry that the world found out he was not actually vaccinated. Well, look at all the political political and public backlash that Cole Beasley, Kurt Cousins, Carson Wentz went through when they were asked the same question as Rogers and said I'm not vaccinated and I'm not going to take the vaccine for these reasons. And you had everybody in the media calling these people selfish. They they shouldn't be on the team. You should cut them. And now Rogers is getting the same treatment. Yeah, and apparently and I'm and on and on top of that, he lied about it. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Like he legit lied about it. Like I don't you could all the other stuff in the world fine. I don't care. The fact that you're lying about, like, if you are, if you believe high enough that you're willing to make the argument against, against the vaccine and all this stuff, that's fine and dandy. I'm okay with that. I don't have a problem with that. Do you think? But in- if you're lying about your, your, or if you're lying and or misleading, which they're two different things. So he misled people when it came to. The statement, I've been immunized. So here's a question. Go ahead and finish your statement, Mike, and then I got a question for He you. did not lie. He just misled you. He believed he was immunized with this treatment. Being immunized is not necessarily the same thing as being vaccinated. Being vaccinated is taking the vaccine. 
being uh, being immunized, according to Rogers, mm-hmm. is taking alternative treatments to get the same result. That's that's what he's saying. That's how he's parsing it out. Now, so I don't. I wouldn't say that. Sure, that's not a lie. Well, uh, he misled them. He misled them, but he didn't lie. But behaving in a way that says you're vaccinated, knowing you're not, when there are rules in place, I would call that a lie. Okay. The next problem. Oh, you you had something, so you oh, go. I, and then, I, I I think that now I've got my own question answered. I was. The thing that popped in my head is if he had gone to the press being, I guess the first thing is, was it wrong for the media to come out and openly ask players, hey, are, are you are you immunized? Are you are you vaccinated? Or what's your stance on the on the vaccine? Yeah, because I mean, to me, a little bit of like maybe HIPAA comes into play. It's like, do you if you don't openly want to tell people whether you're vaccinated or not vaccinated, that's why, why do that? Why does this need to be made public? made public or not because and if he had made the statement of that that's i'm not gonna that that's that's between me that that's between me and the the nfl and the and the trainers yeah i'm, not, I'm choosing i'm not going to answer that question next questions or dodging the question to say all right um do, is there a question about how i play the game or how about the season the upcoming season that we can talk about yeah, and I'm I'm okay with like I'm again I'm okay with most of this stuff. But there's some craziness going on. I'm not, but yeah. If he dodges the question, if he does all this other stuff, that's where it's better. But the way that he's handled it, he's dead wrong. But yeah, I mean, it's really surprised me how much negative coverage this is getting to where you had a guy in Henry Ruggs that killed a person. Yeah. And that's and the, not the that's not the major story running the nope. week in between the games. Nope. Um, the other side of that, and, and I, I can't find it, but uh, there are reports that he also said something to the effect of that he's not a uh, he's not one of these flat earthers or uh, crazy people. He's a critical thinker, hmm. and that's why he didn't. And you know, whatever, do what you do, but don't. Everybody has their own reasons for getting vaccinated or not getting vaccinated. You told us your reasons. You don't need to do much more than that. But he chose to do to reveal those reasons through his weekly appearance on the Pat McAfee show after yeah after it broke that after all have the to, story after all these stories yeah. broke. Not at that press conference where he said I'm immunized. The well, press conference was pre was preseason, not yeah. So okay. Um, Real but quick, but maybe even is the media to blame for some of this too? Because nobody at the press conference poked a little further and said, "Well, that didn't answer the question. Did you take? Did you take the vaccine or not?" I would say that his statement indicated that he did take the vaccine. Okay, that would be my statement on it. Okay, before let's we are more than an hour into the show. All right, let's give him picks for week number nine and our top five. Yeah, we'll just do top five, top bottom five. five. Okay. Uh, Bears, Steelers, who you got Monday night? Um, I don't like the Steelers, and I need to get the Bears to those eight wins, so I'm going to say the Bears. Uh, yeah, good good luck on that. The Steelers are going to win. I'm going to make that one. A, I'm going to win that one. You're going to go down again, but that's okay. This week, lock of the week, it's an odd week. That means I get a pick first. I'm picking the Bills over the Jaguars. 
I like that pick. I'm going to go the Rams over the Titans. That's a great pick, too. That's actually a that's a slightly scary pick, but I think I still think you're you're the Titans got to figure out how their how their offense is going to run without Derrick Henry now. Yep, and and oh yeah, we forgot to mention that Derrick Henry's out. Yeah, like all of like Derrick Henry it injured it was injured in a football play, and we still didn't even talk about it because all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. How ridiculous! Upset um, special upset upset special of the week. Uh, I am going with the Texans over the Dolphins. Two teams, neither one really wants to win all that much. Look for the Texans to have a surprise victory. I don't mind that pick. Tyrod Taylor's back under center. So, yep. And the Dolphins are playing bad right now. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the Panthers over the Patriots. Not a terrible pick. Um, and then uh, Thursday night football, Ravens versus the Dolphins. Is there really a question about this one? Nope. Okay, let's move on. Ravens. The, the Ravens win. Okay, top five in our power rankings, bottom five in our power rankings. We're going to do that real quick. Uh, let me do a quick edit. Rich, who do you got at number one? Um, I went with the LA Rams. Yeah, that's the number one team in the country right now. They look amazing, and they're only getting better. Uh, ELO had them at five. Power rankings put them at four because okay. of the ELO. Another thing that, that got lost in the shuffle, Vaughn Miller. Yeah. Going to the Rams. By the way, that defense just got better, and they were the number one defense. Mm -hmm. Number two, I have, this is going to shock you, Rich, the Dallas Cowboys. I went with the Green Bay Packers because of of that big victory over the undefeated Cardinals without their three top wide receivers. And normally we we try to put our eye test as just that, what we've seen. I let the news break in this week and did did it after the news, so I that's part of why I didn't have them at number two. They probably would have been otherwise. Number I, three, I don't disagree with you putting the Cowboys that high though. They they've yeah. been playing great football this year. Number three, I went with the Cardinals again. We agree. Arizona's at number three. Number four is where I have the Green Bay Packers. Um, that's where I put the Cowboys. Okay. Again, I can't argue with that. I don't think. I think these top five. I mean, man, I don't think there's huge arguments about it. And number five, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I went with the Buffalo Bills. I like that pick. That's my number six. Who you got number six? Real quick. The Bucks. And I think we agree on seven. I put the Baltimore Ravens here. Yes. Eight we agree on and nine we agree on the Raiders and the Titans respectively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number ten we disagree. Who do you got number ten? This is where I put the Bolts. I like that. I actually put the Cincinnati Bengals. I, I have the Bengals right at number eleven, Mike. So okay. not that far off. This is where um this the Kansas City Chiefs are out of number one. Because of that or out of the top ten. Because mm-hmm. of that loss, they have dropped out of the top ten this week. I, I or the win, the win that they lost. So where'd you put them? I put them at eleven. I have them at thirteen. Probably the the accurate place to put them, but it's still they're beating the teams that they should beat, but not, not by a, very much. Not by enough. And, and they're losing to right. teams that they would probably run into if they make the playoffs. Thirty two. Who you got? Thirty two. The Detroit Lions. Yep. Thirty uh, one. This is where I put the Houston Texans. Okay. Um, I put the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right. I have the Jags at number 30. I have the Houston Texans at 29. 
Once again, ring that bell, we tie... The Dolphins. The Dolphins. Okay. And at 28, I have the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I put the Washington football team. Again, I don't think that's a terrible pick there. I, again, these teams... The Giants beat the football team, so that's why I had to... That's why I had to put the Giants at number 27. 27 is where I have the Giants as well. And who do you got at 26? 26? Um, who'd you put at 28? Oh, tw- uh, 28, I put the Giants. Okay, where'd you, who'd you put at 27? Oh, wait, hang on. No, 28 was the Jets. 29, 26 was the... Or 28 is the Jets. 27 is the Giants. 26 is the Washington football team. Um, I put the Jets at 26. Okay, so our bottom... Of, of the two-win teams, they have beaten better teams than the other two-win teams, beating the Titans and the Bengals. Mm, okay. I, I'm i not disagreeing. I'm yeah. okay with that. I was tempted to put them higher up in the rankings, but I couldn't. I couldn't because so, I also lost to those teams. So thank you for joining us this week, Rich. Uh, here in studio, it's been great seeing you, and we have a bunch more stuff to do this weekend. If nothing more, we're just going to play some some uh, football on the on the Xbox or some board games or some board games. We might um, do, it might Matt, be um, spoiler, 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 um, spoiler. Okay, if you don't want to hear about Mass Singer, hang up now. Forever hold your peace. Come back when you're ready for it. Uh, the right person. So now that that's done, three. Two, one. The right person went home. It was a beach ball. They sucked. They were. That was had to have been the worst performance that I've ever seen on that show. I don't know if it was the worst, but it's pretty bad. I mean, we had uh, Danny... Danny Trejow. Danny Trejo. But he did too. He got to to perform twice. And he sucked both times. Okay. Um, And I think the Joker sucked. They were... Better than whatever the beach ball was trying to do. I agree. Then we get the beach ball. Mama June, I think is her name, right? Yeah. Okay. And Honey Boo Boo. So, Mike, if you if the beach ball what? wasn't involved on the show. Why would you let those two do a show? I, I don't know. They they had two reality. The, the, We've seen them they now. They had two reality shows come out of it. So anywho, Those taking two, the beach ball, so terrible. I don't, taking the beach ball out of the equation. Go back to doing crack. Who would you have voted to lead? Hope to have left the competition. The if, worst performance of the week had to have been performed by the Mallard. Yeah, I, I was I was disappointed with the Mallard. I thought that he would be better singing a singing a country song. Hey, um, well, we might uh, we might take a road trip, uh, and I'll call them. I'll call and check and see. Uh, my parents are heading to Buffalo Center right now, apparently. Really? So they might come up here. I don't. Okay. Um. So our family or our our show shout out, which if we would have ended before our uh our mass singer update, uh, we wouldn't have had one. But Sue Hart says they're heading to Buffalo Center. Okay. Comment shout out. Um, if you want to get a count, uh, a shout out via comments or thumbs up and all that stuff, you jump on facebook.com slash fans or slash balls and sticks or check us out if you want to participate in our poll questions 
at facebook.com slash fans of balls and sticks and you can join us there uh, to watch the show live or all, all of that stuff. Rich, if they are watching us live and all they want to do is put us in their podcast and listen to us there, what should they do? Search for balls and sticks wherever you find your other podcasts. And finally, Rich, if you're listening and you want to watch us but you don't need a shout out and you don't like Facebook, I don't blame you. There's lots of reasons not to like Facebook. If it wasn't for the show and letting family see pictures of my baby girl, uh, I wouldn't probably be on Facebook anymore. Hmm. But check us out at YouTube. Google's not much better. Yeah. If you're watching us on the YouTube, make sure to uh, give us a thumbs up. Leave a comment. It helps with the algorithms. Ring that bell. Ring the bell. Yeah. And subscribe. subscribe. All that and time to roll the outro. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich.